and I never do. And also, I don't ever know what the date is. I don't know what you mean. I have friends who are colorblind. Check, check, I'm check. like date blind. Just, you know, you can speak into the mic to check it. You don't have to oh. blow into Or were you blowing something out? <laughs> hey, I'll come out of the closet when I want to come out of the closet. And I'll come out in a big way. Oh, uh, it's August 26th today. It's a uh, Wednesday. You know, days aren't real. How are the zinnias getting along? Dying. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Live from the notorious San Fernando Valley. Am I Snapchatting my vacation wrong? This is LAAF. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Oh, well, thanks for finally joining us. Can I get you a drink, a cranberry scone, an emoji? With Grace Faye. You know, she farted in my face at SoulCycle. Why does everything happen to me? And Jimmy McCammon. Jimmy's a bad person! The town malcontent. His only crime was that he had courage and spoke his mind. He's an idiot. I've been wanting to say that all night. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Much like this show, Jimmy doesn't put a lot of effort into it. Uh, Twitter, I ate a salad. A uh, pound sign, I'm cool. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. This is LAAF. It is indeed. For mm-hmm. that one date that you mentioned. The 26th of August. Man, it's hot. We had all of our 100-degree heat last week. This week, we're having our 97-degree heat. It's such a relief. Oh, Oh, yeah. You can sometimes go outside. I got to go check on my dying plants. Yeah. We did get to go to the beach, though. Oh, it's so nice. At least you can do that in in Los Angeles. You know, that is the thing. That is the salvation of this place. There is a beach. And it's not that far away. Wherever you live, it's a couple hours drive, right? And it's still beautiful. We haven't ruined the beach yet. A lot of seaweed. Well, yeah, that's natural. That's what. Yeah, you that's can, what's for dinner. You can jump in the water, uh, but where we went, there was a ton of seaweed in the water. Mm-hmm. Like there had been an underwater hurricane. But then you can kind of drape it on yourself and pretend you're like the king of the sea or something. Yeah. And you can whip people with it and, you know, makes a nice wig. You can put it on your hair. And as I said, you can eat that stuff. So much going on today. Oh, yeah. All of the news. What about this video uh, of these two more? When, where was it? Wisconsin or somewhere where uh, these oh two God. more cops did this deed to this other black gentleman? Uh, he was getting into his car for something, though. I mean, he was ignoring them and they had their guns on him. Like, I don't know. Would you ever ignore anyone that had a gun on you? I'm just, I, I, I. Jacob Blake. Please, everybody. He's recovering. He's in the hospital, so they didn't kill him. And I hope he recovers. Because he needs to, I mean, if the more people (sighs) could, there was a lot of cell phone video of that, though. If that guy was not going for a gun, those cops are done for. And, and, and I love how it's the Midwest so. that's kind of rising up. You know, it's Minneapolis, it's Wisconsin. You know, these are states that sometimes we generalize living on the East and West Coast and think it's conservative in the middle of the country. But, you know, these are huge populations of people rising up against police brutality. And it sort of shows that this has now become a nationwide, it's always been a nationwide issue, but now people are actually speaking up against it all throughout the country. And I just admire everybody out there who's a peaceful protester. I hate that, you know, (laughs) that that Trump is trying to support people who, you know, point their guns at protesters. I can't believe that, you know. I was a protester in college and, and, and in my 20s. It's a huge part of 
It's a right, you know. We have a constitutional right to. I think speak they feel up. a duty to do it, you know. Absolutely. I certainly did. I mean, and the fact that there are a lot of younger people is so important. People who care about climate change, people who care about equality, about trans equality, about racial equality. It's important. The city of the dead. Who wouldn't grab a chance to get out of this burg? This is LAAF. Yeah, and like you were saying, I hope that the change that they're asking for actually comes. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I don't know we need to tear down the whole system, but also I think the news is like weirdly jaded and and, um, I don't know, they're showing like conflict porn, you know? They're only Mm. showing bad stuff that happens. And so... They always have. They don't show the joy of the protest of coming together with people despite everything. The the, the variety of people that are out there, you know, and the connections and the community that happens between people. You're right. There aren't positive representations of the protesters. Not enough. Not the way it really is. It's, you know, focusing on the more negative aspects and trying to fear monger around that yeah and it makes conservatives go it makes conservatives go hey why are you calling them mostly peaceful when i saw someone get hit it's like i isn't that that individual's fault who who hit somebody like Mm -hmm. they're not part of it they're not on our side it's a tale as old as time in news to take you know one thing and blow it up to support your own perspective but it trains people not to buy it you know what i mean like well, obviously part our of faith the... in media has completely gone away, completely eroded. Did I tell you somebody tried to influence the podcast? Right, you were saying that yesterday. Yes. What Same. happened? Someone so uh, you have a hater? I'm so excited. Is there a troll? There's no troll. There's oh, no hater. There's troll. like just someone going, "Oh, you have a podcast and so I'm going to have an influence on it." Okay, cool. So what's going to change now about our podcast? Nothing. Oh. Okay. But wait, what what did they? People say, uh, if people, you know, people come at you and they'll say something's offensive, no matter. Like you could say your uh, little humdrum, flowery, fairy world peace philosophy forever, to me, and I can easily be offended by it. I'll be offended by it right now. Babies are beautiful. Yeah, no. Rainbows Puppies are offend special. me. Babies offend me. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. When but he here's the thing: I don't look. By. I don't follow all Instagram accounts with puppies and babies. I follow zero. Like, how come people have to look at... How come How come a full tenth of my listenership has to be haters? <laughs> so half a person or... What did they say? Uh, <clears throat> content related. Telling me that I'm racist and stuff, oh. you know? Like, I don't recall being insensitive, you know? I don't recall that. Dreamers, poets, tragic figures in this world, but interesting. Are you through? And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Mind you, just a worker with gumption enough to fight the big political boss. Getting quite a following, too. The Queen of Hollywood. Happy birthday, Melissa McCarthy. Wait, Melissa McCarthy is the queen of Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, hey, why not? 49 today. Wow. 49. She's so funny and sweet and wonderful. Ever since, man, the Gilmore Girls. How do I look five years older than her? She's got a great makeup artist. Okay. All right. Chris Pine. Um, hello. Uh, Captain. Captain who? America? 
Oh my god. Green Hornet, man. Is he? Wait, no. No, he's Yeah, no. no. Uh-uh. Oh, Thor? Kirk. Oh, Captain Kirk. Oh, here comes the Trekkie knowledge. Oh, how come? Like, could you just learn the basics, please? Jimmy's hey, John like, Mulaney. Jimmy's like scrolling through, looking at how he can get his ears to be all pointy. Like, how much does the plastic surgery cost so he can be like Spock? No, I want to be <laughs> Data. Is that like the robot, C-3PO? the emotionless robot from Star Trek, the next generation. I always looked up to him the most as someone who's in a relationship with you. I have to say <laughs> you're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> Does not compute. Okay, Doesn't. Oh, my goodness. Love John Mulaney. Don't know who. What? Go ahead. Keith Rainier. He's the founder of Nexium, that crazy cult. That now there's this um, show on Netflix, The Vow, or it's on HBO, The Vow. Um, yeah, he had all those those sex slave young pretty actresses, Did you and he have branded a... them, and they had to have sex with him. And also, it was a pyramid scheme. Did... There's just this headshot of him with these like. Did you have a near miss with that cult? I mean, didn't you know somebody who knows somebody? Just because I look like a suburban (laughs) freaking um, rube does not mean that I haven't worked through that. You just bear that aspect. I have the soul of a rebel, okay? Of a person who could be talked into anything spiritual. Hey, look, um, TV (laughs) casting, I am all about that. I will play that role to the T. Don't try to scam Grace's money. You will never get a dime out of her. But if you try to get her to like to like join your yoga cult, she'll consider it. Oh, back when that whole like <laughs> thing was going around, I had three women try to get me into the pyramid scheme that was happening yeah. in Northern California where they're like they're like this is a woman's circle. All you have to do is put $5,000 in and we'll just we'll phone call a phone tree and where we'll talk about our feelings. Yeah. And I clearly remember being in my hot Volvo outside of the trailer where we were rehearsing Antony and Cleopatra on the phone with my friend. And I had, this was the, all I gave this cult was that I sat on the phone for like an hour because my best friend had like tried to convince me and I respect her and she's a cool lady. And they're trying to, she's starting to say, I'll put the money up for you to be in this weird cult. But the thing is, you have to get five friends. Wait, how to much join. money did it cost? Your sister tried to get me to join the same <laughs> circle. By then, I was wise to it. And I was like, no, honey, like, I love you, but she's wise enough too since then. Yeah. I uh, know. I almost got sucked into the, there's also a documentary about it. Um, the, um, uh, the yoga, the hot yoga. Oh, Bikram. Bikram, yeah. Well, I mean, it is a good workout. I mean, it's no threat to guys because guys just go and they get the certification, you know. And Oh, you almost got the certification? I was going to go get the certification to be a teacher. Because of the girl you were dating. Uh, no, I really loved it. I think I was into it before her, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she had done it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I she, mean, I loved Bikram. It was the first yoga I ever did no, in, in college when I was like 21. Was, was I used to smoke a bowl and then go do Bikram yoga. Yeah. And it was part of my whole like awakening. I loved it. But the guy's a creep. Yeah, it was kind of my beginning of like uh, really working out. Are you one of these pompous jizz buckets who thinks it's kind of fun to play little word riddle games because it makes you feel superior about your own shitty life? Always collecting a bad reputation, even after you grew up. So one time I make an effort for this stupid, stupid show. Yeah, so Bikram Yoga, they um, so so they have you come and take the certification. It's like three thousand dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to like scrape together the money to mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just hot 
just just turn the thing up to 105 and do a regular session of yoga and you know don't the, the difference is is that they're like drill sergeants instead of being like let's everyone yeah. breathe in and out they're like push it push it go 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 <laughs> back back so of course you liked it and i liked it we're competitive people yeah yeah if you're headed towards like where you it's americanized as fuck yeah and these are the years following i would become addicted to the going to like the gym and running long distances and stuff like that so yeah like listening very- to hip-hop as you're working out and like pushing yourself and right. trying to you know yeah exactly like my sister's a real yoga teacher vinyasa flow and it's not like that no, you're patient with your body yeah you're everyone's allowed in the room like yeah you aren't pushing pushing i'm sure there have been a lot of injuries from bikram because people push themselves too far but i also admire that you know it does stretch out your spine if you look at it as i mean if you look at it as what it is you know and people who practiced it were honest with me about this and they were like hey look it's not relaxing stretching it's a workout like you're working out you know i like how the mats just get sl- so slippery that it you're like so gross yeah i mean who knew just, you had that much and i'm the you. grossest one in there like, i can imagine i just, I just rain <laughs> like i have to bring two towels and throw it down i don't do it anymore I mean, it's just too, it's too much. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're getting older, but let's watch some TV. Hey, speak for yourself, lady. <laughs> hey, speaking of oh. birthdays, oh, my back. Um, uh, Mother Teresa. Oh, come on. Do you know about the Mother Teresa hoax? Do not Mother speak Ther- ill of this saint. <laughs> there are people in this world who, who don't listen to this podcast and don't move to L.A. to try to get some more attention like we do, but actually do good for people in this world. And, and those are you know, the nurses, the caregivers, the, the people who really found charities and do amazing work for other people. So a moment for Mother Teresa and everything she stands for. That's right. I'm no Mother Teresa, but... Uh, hey, everybody can do a little bit of good, though. You know? let's, just, let's keep it going that way, guys. Come on. The world's falling apart. If there yeah. was any time to be an angel, if there Help was any time to be a saint, let's today. do it. You know? I mean, Smile. Uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to. You're probably not going to heaven. That's, you know, what do I'm you sorry. Mean? Everyone goes okay. to heaven. No, everyone's so bad these days. No, we're all going everyone's to hell. forgiven. No, since there was social media apps, now we're all going to hell. But you can do a little <laughs> something, you know? I have a heavenly Instagram feed. That's <laughs> at F-A-E-Z-I-E if you're interested. I spread joy, okay, and libertarian memes. I don't know what that means. You know what else I had, though? What? Uh... Oh, here, let me gaslight the movie. Oh, you watched this oh, with yeah, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the movie. What year was it? 1944? Also, I think just offended people seem miserable, you know, like if they're so trigger happy to be offended, isn't like it seems like their life's miserable. You're talking about yourself. But first, listen to a word from our sponsor. Everything sucks. (laughs) Is that the sponsor? Uh, Listen, (laughs) this is a A vacuum cleaner company. (laughs) I would love for people to go and just help us out on Patreon. Okay. Where do I get my five bucks? Give me a dollar with your phone number on it and I'll call you. 
I'll give you a phone call. I'll give add you to the Facebook group. A, a lot going on in the Facebook group. Okay, it's a lot of fun. Okay? I want to see some Captain Spock pictures. I'll buy you roses. Okay, I'll sleep in your bed. Hey, wait, 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 wait. It's only five bucks a month. Um, veto, veto. I'm just going to sleep in it. And that's only if it's comfortable, okay? It's got to be a pillow top, okay? Tempur-Pedic I prefer, but I realize not everybody really... I have one of those. Come sleep in my bed. you got to do the $5. It's $5 a month on Patreon. I'll buy you and a then coffee. I'll... <laughs> like, will you buy me a latte? You don't like lattes. A brevet? Brevet latte with an extra shot. That should probably be 5 bucks. We, and you got to give me one per month. Sure. On a subscription basis. I work here. <laughs> yes, maybe I'll do that. I know, but that's an even exchange. I'm talking about sleeping in your bed. I'm talking about You're leaving. lucky you don't snore, okay. I'm talking about leaving the comfort of my chair, okay, where I can watch <laughs> Star Trek all night long. He's got this comfy chair. It's so comfy. It's really I can't nice. even go in it. It's too comfy. Like, I have survivor's guilt, and I just... I can't let myself relax that fully, but this chair is like, yeah. it just sucks you in. Yeah. If you're not tired, you can still it's like sleep in it. two big black leather arms that come and embrace you, and Jimmy loves you. I will also send you money if you need money. I mean, I need money pretty bad, but I also have a little, so I can send you some. I need quarters because of the coin shortage and I have to do my laundry. Anyone else out there? Quarters? Quarters? Who knew that we would be hoarding our quarters? I don't care about a dime. I don't care about a nickel. I don't want your pennies. I have tons of those. I need quarters to do my laundry. Loves laundry. Hey, where do I get my five bucks? You see, I'm the old-fashioned type. Well, who wouldn't grab a chance to get out of this burg? And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. August 26, 1939, the first televised Major League Baseball game. What was your favorite baseball game, Grace? The Red Sox? Game. Which game? The Yankees? When did the Sox Sox win all the way? And like, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, Oh, man. When was it? When was it? 1970. I I only know one team that went all the way because I was in in Long Beach. Long Beach? Anaheim? Something like that. As a kid, when the Dodgers won the 1987 World Series. Oh, that was a great great time. We listened in the car on the way home from Colt Church. It was just... It was so much better than culture. Oral Hershiser. That's someone's name? Yeah, the pitcher. MVP pitcher, man. A man named Oral? Yeah, and it was real dramatic, too. Do they do that anymore? Is that best liked baby you know names 2021? No one Oral? even. I don't think anyone even ever said anything. Is it O R A L? Like, I don't think even Johnny Carson or whoever was on well, at that yeah. time even cracked a joke about it. No, it's G rated. Talk late night used to be G rated. But I don't think even Eddie Murphy did. Like, I think that's how much people loved the Dodgers oh, yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah. You know, it's like mm-hmm. people, like, I certainly didn't. I was seven. <laughs> I probably didn't know oral from oral, you know? Yeah, but uh, it was very dramatic because oral, right? Hershizer pitches. Oh, oh God. Well, he's getting, I'm getting all excited. excited. <laughs> okay, Hershizer. <laughs> 
the inner child comes out. Hershiser pitches the whole series. I think it's like four or five games, right? And he pitches, 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 like games in a row. But then he's injured, right? And his we know shoulder or something? His shoulder, some shit like that, right? But then we know everybody, the whole team, the whole country's hopes are riding on Hershiser's back. I forget who they played. So not that town's hopes. But like, you know, but his shoulder went out or he got fatigued or something. And then it was like somebody else came in and pitched. I forget who, but it's like, oh, no, wait a minute. Without no Hershiser, one remembers the understudy. Without Hershiser, we might we might not win this thing. And it got down to the wire and they oh my gosh. bring Hershiser back in. He pitches the rest of the game and he wins the game. And he wow. goes up on everybody's shoulders and the Kool-Aid on the head and all this stuff. So pitchers like a quarterback for baseball, like they're the more famousy ones. He's the guy standing out in the middle. On I the- know what he does, but I'm saying like culturally, the pitcher's kind of the important one. Sort of, yeah. Like it's a sexy job, like quarterback. It's where you can do the most. Mm. You know, like you can't, even if you get great hits in a game, you can't get so many many of them that you're the star of that game. What's cricket? That's, is that, is the pitcher also famous in cricket? No. Did baseball come from cricket? No, it's English baseball with a flat bat. It was invented for girls. It was invented before baseball. Nobody likes it. Because no, England was invented pretty, before America? Yeah, it's actually pretty hardcore. And like cricket rugby is hard super hardcore. hardcore. You know, See, white people are tougher than you think. No. <laughs> Got it? Yes. Say it back to me. Oh, then no. This is very nice and companionable. You're listening to LAAF. Isn't it though? Yeah. Nina. Yeah. We sell crack to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episodes too. August 26th. Barack Obama nominated in 2008. Oh, this must have been the date of when the, the world was good, mm. when the children could sing, when all the beautiful things were real. Obama. Everybody, don't base all your hopes and dreams on this whole president thing. <laughs> it's impossible Please. not to. Why? He was a noble, good gentleman, a knight of the round table. He was Michelle. Her arms, her her fashion. He had his I flaws. Just, oh. He had to. He no, had he has no flaws. Oh flaws. And this is the worshipful cult that I I dislike. No, this is just that people used to have respect in why, the world. And this is why be, people honor people of every race and all people. And there was a chance that we could have health care and education. And and there were roses in the in the White House garden instead of these vanilla flowers and all the beautiful cherry trees ripped out. It's just, oh, you know, there's politicians don't do anything, man. They don't do anything. They don't do any work. They just like make policies and sign bills and stuff and go on TV and go on the news. And you stuff. know you want to be a politician. Don't I lie. I do not. I do not. If if nominated, I will not run. And if elected, I shall not serve. Thank you very much. I only want to play a politician's a wife doer. on TV. I do stuff. I don't sit behind a desk. Okay. Yeah. Let me just stand here. I don't sit behind He's a desk. Getting all fired up again. <laughs> And and write papers, okay, and give giveaways to my buddies who are contractors and who are judges. I don't do that, okay? I'm not a politician. I'm a stuff doer. When I no one who does stuff has time to 
to hate on people, right? Like if I want to do stuff and there's a black candidate and there's a white candidate who might be able to help me and the black candidate's better, I have no time to be racist about this. I want to do stuff. I have to testify for Jimmy because he's one of those guys that wakes up in the morning, drinks a shit ton of coffee, immediately begins working out, and then immediately goes and like hauls heavy things all day, like all day. Like when we're weed eating out at his mother's place, he's just out there with the weed eater listening to angry political podcasts, (laughs) and he's just in the zone. It's like noon in California in the summer, and he's... Weed eating. Like, who does that? Like, no one else on the property wants to do that. I cannot keep up with him. I'm out there raking, getting blisters on my hands, trying to keep up. He's always been like that. So he is a doer, and he does work hard. I I see that. I just like it. I like, you know, I like philosophy people. I'll read. I'm glad people are out there doing politics and putting stuff down in history books and such and such. But, yeah. It's not the same as a stuff doer, and a stuff doer has no time for hate because a stuff doer wants efficiency. A stuff doer needs to love everyone so that they will help him do Wait, stuff. Now you're talking my language. Stuff doer? That's a, okay. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. He's the only honest man I've come across in this town in 20 years. Naturally, they want to hang him. Okay, so describe... Describe the 1944 classic Gaslight the film. It's actually pretty good, right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, and I wonder how much film after that was based on it because it almost is too on the nose, but I think vintage movies are on the nose because then they created the genre. So Ingrid Bergman is... um, First of all, she does a lot of things that a woman in 2020 would never do. She falls in love at Lake Como. A lot Lake of Como on couches. In Italy, in two weeks, with this stranger, this handsome stranger that she doesn't know, and then decides to immediately marry him. And it looked like she maybe slept with him before they got married. So I'm like, girl, you know, have some wits about you. Every woman knows. Every guy who texts you emojis on Instagram is not someone that you know, you marry, okay? Slow it down, slow your roll. But this was back in the 1944 when women had no income. But this is the thing. Ingrid Bergman is a heiress. She's got this amazing, fabulous townhouse in London, but it's haunted. This is the 30s and he's after her for her money. Yeah, he's after her for her money. And that's- it's not like today where all guys are doing that. It's like <laughs> he. This was a rare exception where she's an heiress. She could have had her pick of guy. She could have been single. She could have dated around. She could have done what she wanted. But she goes and marries this. You know, whatever. Maybe he's handsome, good in bed. Actually, goes down on her, which probably was rare in the day. The dude comes off as a weirdo from the very beginning, though. And you're like, I mean, they should have gotten someone, I guess, in that role who was believable as like a charmer or something he was so like uh well because the the exposition is so so (laughs) heavy-handed in these old movies like it's so on the top that just the strings come in and like you see him being sneaky it's just like okay so we know this is a thriller we know something bad will happen to this fairy tale romance i mean so the movie's called gaslight it's what the term gaslighting comes from and basically he just becomes more and more creepy and starts to tell her that try tries to make her think that things are happening that aren't happening. This is where the term came from. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. But people people got this concept from this movie and and it became this term that I think is just a little slightly overused these days. And it's because of this very antique fact, which is that when you turn the gas up in one part of this old mansion, it dims in other places. Yeah, yeah. So basically he's secretly sneaking up into the attic and rooting through her aunt's, her rich aunt's stuff to try to find these jewels. Yeah. And so he turns the gaslight up in the attic, but he's lying to her and saying he's going out with his friends or something. And to then work. it dims in her place. And so then she, that he comes home that night and she goes, hey, the light's dimmed. And he goes, you're imagining things. <laughs> no light ever dimmed. But this is the dumbest thing of this movie. She's like, really? And then she starts to do this super actory yeah, thing and be yeah. like, and starts to immediately go crazy when he suggests it. I'm like, girl, are you smart at all? He is wrong. Your <laughs> senses are right. I mean, yeah. it's the most... She, the fact that she just immediately goes mad, you're just like, she's gunning for a Best Actress nomination. Is, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, the transition is so sudden. And suddenly she's crazy. And she goes so crazy simply from his suggestion yeah. that she might be crazy. It's like, don't like, crazy people deny it? <laughs> you know, she just falls right into it and she's like, okay, I guess I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm a horse. <laughs> Anyway, girls, keep your wits about you. Like, the guy's always wrong. Just remember that. What was the other one? Oh, you want to watch a good movie, watch The Talk of the Town. Yeah, we loved that one. I thought that one was pretty good. That was, like, the next year's... Okay, so Gaslight, actually... No, Gaslight and Talk of the Town were, like, 44... A licensed driver and a dedicated doctor. Phil... We've all forgotten about Jean Arthur. She was the star of the 40s. Talk of the Town was 1942, and it's a comedy. And it wasn't um, an Oscar nominee, but it was a lot of fun. Cary Grant. And, and this is what I love about those movies, the names. His character name is Leopold Dilge. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is the best name. And then the other guy's name is Professor Lightcap. Isn't that a great theatrical name? Like, why don't they do that anymore with character names? That's so good. It's really funny. Love it. Uh, so, a billion things I didn't even get to today. Um, and, uh, 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 but yeah, go watch. I'd say, do, okay, do you recommend Gaslight? Yeah, we should watch it, you know, but it, but you will laugh at it. And yeah. that's the cool thing about old black and white movies now. You know, you can kind of, you can see how culture has evolved. And one thing I am grateful for is that culture has evolved away from that stereotype of womanhood. Um, and we're a little more liberated and savvy now. And I think that our male counterparts appreciate that. Do you think a lot of young rappers today sound like Bob Dylan, but auto-tuned? What are you saying? As someone who studied opera and has perfect diction, I don't get it. I just thought, I don't know. I think they're kind of, there's this thing going on where they're a little bit singing through their nose and stuff. Watch out for petty tyrants. Tomorrow's tomorrow's subject mm, petty so tyrants mm. do you have to move to a rural setting in order to avoid them no they're there too oh no is there less of them there <laughs> uh no there are more of them in the rural setting no way really yeah there's even more things to be petty about feels like it's a cultural thing here though 
Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for coming. It's been great. Uh, thank you for joining me, Grace Faye. Thank me for joining you. Go. Thank you. Oh, that was awesome. Um, make sure and tune in tomorrow. We're doing at least one more of these. It's going to be a Thursday. Uh, and it's been so much fun. I got a ton of stuff to get to. Okay, not just... We missed you guys. Not just new rap. Yeah, really missed doing this. Going to be in the new location doing this. Okay? Yeah. So look forward to the weird road noise and whatever they sell on the sidewalk over there. Um, I don't think they sell anything on the sidewalk in Pasadena. It's illegal. Tomorrow, I definitely want to talk about this, right? Internet challenges. I'm getting a beef with them. Okay, I got a list of things that are not a challenge at all that are internet challenges. And I would like to, I'd like to dispense with that. Okay? Everything just be easy. Thanks for coming, Leave everybody. Coconut oil, best loop. That was awesome. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Small emotions, greed, and the loose thinking of everyday life. The show was great. Sexy announcer lady here. Thanks for listening, honey. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and join our growing squad by subscribing for as little as five bucks a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. I'll invite myself. <laughs> <laughs>